فَأَقِمْ So establish, so direct. Now, what is it that we have to do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs us over here. فَأَقِمْ So establish, so direct. وَجْهَكَ Your face. لِلدِّينِ For the religion. Hanifan As Hanif. As inclining towards the truth. فَأَقِمْ Over here is a command, an instruction being given to who? To the one who's listening. This ayah was first recited to who? The Prophet ﷺ. Right? This ayah was brought to the Prophet ﷺ. He was a first recipient. So, O Prophet ﷺ, you should aqim. And after the Prophet ﷺ, every person who hears this, aqim. So the command is for every single one of us. What is it that we have to do? Aqim. You should establish. Aqim is from the root letters qaf wa mim. Alright, qiyam to stand. And aqim is a command. It's an amr. Alright? It's a command from the word iqama. Iqama is to make something stand. To establish. What is iqama when it comes to salah? Huh? Iqama to salah. What is iqama? It's an announcement that the salah is going to begin. Right? So it's being established. So everybody get up and stand in rows. Form your rows. Right? Foot to foot, shoulder to shoulder, right? Stop your conversations because now you have to establish what? The salah. Alright? So, aqim meaning establish, fix, set right. Alright? What is it that you should fix? What is it that you should direct? Wajhaka, your face. So fix your face towards a particular direction. Now what does it mean by this? Aqim wajhaka. Iqamatul wajh. The establishing of the face towards something means to pay attention towards something. Alright? It means to direct one's focus on something. To set something as your purpose, your goal. Alright? So aqim wajhaka, meaning your goal, your purpose, now should be what? Liddeen. The religion. Which religion? Religion that is Hanif, Hanifan. Alright? Now, what does it mean by deen over here? Which religion is this? Islam. Because inna deen are in the Allahil Islam. The religion in the sight of Allah, the only religion is which one? Islam, the true religion. And Hanifan. Now Hanifan over here can be understood in two ways. First of all, that you should direct your face Towards this religion, meaning make this religion your goal. Okay? How? While you are Hanif. As Hanif. So Hanifan is your state. You should be Hanif. And who is Hanif? One who is sincere to Allah. An absolute monotheist. One who doesn't ascribe any partners with Allah. Whenever you think of Hanif, think of Ibrahim a.s. Alright? Who was Ibrahim a.s.? Who was he? إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ His way of life, his creed, his millah was what? Of submission to Allah. Right? Of leaving everything else but Allah. Meaning not associating any partner with Allah. Not oneself, not one's family, not one's child. Nothing. Right? Secondly, Hanif over here can also be understood as the religion which is Hanif. A deen which is Hanif. Alright? The deen which is inclining to truth. 
And what is that deen which Qur'an teaches? The deen is all about teaching us that only Allah is deserving of worship. Right? That worship is exclusively for Allah. The most perfect attributes are for who? For Allah alone. So, أَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ Hanifa. You see so many colors of shirk in the world. What do you have to do? What do you have to do? You have to establish your face towards who? Allah alone. Your goal should be who? Allah alone. You should be Hanif for Allah. Not associating anything, any partner with Allah. فَأَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ Hanifa. And you see something interesting over here. Wajh is mentioned, right? It's like if your face is this way, أَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلشَّيْءِ Meaning, turn your face and just focus on that. You understand? Like for example, if a child is trying to do his work and he's looking here, then looking there, looking there, what do you tell them? Focus. Right? Look at your book. Look at your book. Why look at your book? Because if you will look at it, only then will you do it. Isn't it? If you're looking everywhere else, can you focus on your work? No, this is why in class also, where should our face be? Towards what? Towards what? The book or the teacher? Right? Not here and there and back there and on the phone. No. أَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ Hanifa. You see, the thing is that wherever your face goes, your whole body will go in that direction. Isn't it? Because in your face is what? Your eyes. So whatever direction you're going to turn your face towards, what's going to happen? Your eyes are going to look in that direction. Correct? When you're looking in that direction, whatever you're seeing, whatever you're looking at, that's going to occupy your mind. Isn't it? And then once your mind is occupied by that, what are you going to hear? What are you going to admire? Everything that's linked to that. So in life, in general, your face should be directed to who? Your attention should be towards who? Towards what? Ad-Deen Hanifa. Alright? And deen, remember deen doesn't just mean religion, it also means worship. Your life should be about worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna salati wa nusuki wa mahiyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alameen. And this is something so interesting because, you know, it's like you read a passage from the Qur'an, you read a good book, you listen to a good lecture, and you're motivated to, you know, make your intention sincere for Allah. And you start working in that direction, but then what happens? You get distracted. Right? And then you get distracted again. And then you get distracted again. So each time you find yourself turning away, swerving away, Hanifizu comes back. Alright? So, أَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ Hanifa. This should be your focus. And why? Why worshipping Allah only? Why? Because it is fitrah. It is the natural disposition. Allahi of Allah, Allati which fatara He created anasa the people, alayha on it. This deen Hanif is the fitrah. This religion of Tawheed is the fitra. Which fitra? The fitra on which Allah created people. Now what does fitra mean? Fitra is from the root letters fa-ta-ra, fatara. And what does fatara mean? To tear open. Alright? Fatara literally means to tear open. 
And fatara, from this, fatara is also used for khalaqa. Alright? So, fitrat Allah allati fatara nasa alayha, fatara means khalaqa. This is the natural disposition on which Allah has created people. Okay? Now the term fitra, what is fitra? Natural disposition. Alright? So, you can understand this as that fitra is the original state that Allah has created people upon. Okay? You see, every creature has a natural disposition, alright, natural way that it has been created on. Meaning, no matter where you put it, it's gonna do what it was meant to do, what it was created for. Right? Like for example, flies. Who teaches them? Okay, fly like this. Who teaches them? Their mothers teach them? No, their mothers probably have died before they've even come out of the the shell, right? Fish, they'll swim. Turtles, the moment they come out of their nest, you know, they dig themselves out of the sand where they headed to, towards the water. How do they know? Because this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created them. This is how they were programmed. Correct? So, human beings also, we have also been created on a certain nature. And that is what? That is fitra. And Allah tells us that the religion which religion that teaches us to worship Allah alone, that is the natural disposition on which people were created. Meaning people were created with this ingrained within them that Allah is my Lord and I am to worship Him. People are born with this, born with this programming. You understand? Like for example, many gadgets, the moment you will turn them on for the first time, brand new, you open it for the first time. Right? It's gonna prompt you to do certain things and lead you towards setting it up properly. How? Why? How does it know? How does it know? It was built that way. It was programmed that way. You understand? So human beings have also been programmed in a certain way. How is it that we have been programmed? That we should worship Allah alone. That Allah is our Lord. Alright? This is the fitrah. Why is it called fitrah? What does fatara mean literally? To tear open. Right? So scholars say that it's called fitra because it's as though Allah opened us. Alright? And put this natural disposition within us, inside of us. You understand? Like for example, a phone. You open it and you put the sim inside it. Right? A gadget. You open it, you put that chip inside it. Alright? So when you put the sim inside, when you put the chip inside, or wherever you open it, anywhere in the world, it's gonna ask you certain questions. Right? So that you can set it up properly. So, this fitra is ingrained, it's within us. Okay? Fitratallahi lati fataran nasa alayha. Allah says, la tabadila. There should be no changing. Likhalqillah for the creation of Allah. Meaning the creation of Allah, which creation is being spoken of in this ayah? Human beings. Right? The creation of Allah, human beings, they have been created as whose servants? Allah's servants. Right? That is our purpose. We have to be Allah's servants. We have to worship Allah. This is our function in this life, to be Allah's servants. 
So la tabdila li khalqillah, there should be no changing of this creation. Meaning, to change the role of the human being from being Allah's slave to someone else's slave would be changing the creation of Allah. How? You're changing the function. You're changing its function. You're changing its purpose. You understand? So la tabdila li khalqillah. You see, anything that has been built for a certain cause, alright? If you change it, are you not going to corrupt it? If you change it, are you going to corrupt it? Yes. So, once you corrupt it, I mean it's ruined. So as human beings, we have been created for the worship of Allah. If we change that in us, we don't worship Allah, we worship something else, whether it is our own desire, our mind, science, or anything else, that is what? Corrupting us. That is destroying ourselves. That is harming ourselves. ذَلِكَ الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ ذَلِكَ that الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ The correct religion. Qayyim over here means correct. That which is straight and proper, correct. How is it the correct religion? Because it's the religion that is decreed by Allah. وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ But most of the people do not know. What is it that they don't know? The correct religion. Deen Islam, the religion of Islam is natural religion. It's the religion of this universe. You understand? Because this entire universe is whose creation? Allah's creation. Right? So every creature has been created for a certain goal, for a certain purpose, for a certain function. And ultimately it is serving who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِن مِّن شَيْءٍ إِلَّا يُسَبِّحُ Right? It's doing tasbih of Allah. It's serving Allah. And human beings also, we have been created for the worship of Allah also. How do we know that? This is the fitrah. So what is fitrah? Let me wake you up a little bit. What is fitrah? Raise your hand. Yes. Okay, good. Natural disposition that we were created with. And what is that? To worship Allah. This is something that we were programmed with. This is built in. You understand? It's within our system. It's built in. Okay? And why is it called fitrah? Exactly. It's as if Allah has opened us and, and put that inside of us. Alright? So it's within us. Can you take it out? Can you pull it out? No, you cannot pull it out. Okay? So deen hanif, deen Islam is a nature given by Allah upon which Allah has created mankind, alright? This is why adhere to it. This is why aqim wajhaka lidini hanifa. Because if you don't adhere to it, then you would destroy yourself. Okay? So from this ayah, what we understand is that the tawheed is something natural and instinctive within human beings. What is tawheed? Something natural. Instinctive within human beings. This is why we see that people have always turned towards worship. Isn't it? No matter how far back you go in history, right? the earliest civilizations also, what do we find over there? Traces of some kind of deities. right? That people worship something. This is why it is said that if you take a bunch of babies and throw them on an island, all right, and you leave them, you let them be, isolate them from the rest of the world, they will probably 
grow up believing in some kind of a God. This will definitely be within them. You know, it's amazing. Do you ever see, you know, cows making an idol? Monkeys making an idol? Really, do you see that? Is there any such example of other creatures in this world making an idol, making an object of worship? No. There are so many things that are common between human beings and other creatures in this world. Like for example, we all eat. right? We all have families, some form of procreation. right? We migrate for different reasons. We collect food. We make homes. Isn't it? But when it comes to worship, isn't this something exclusive to human beings? Why? Because human beings were built with this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created people with this inbuilt system that you must worship. Alright? So fitrah is Islam. The natural disposition is what? That we surrender to who? To Allah. Alright? And what's the proof of this? You see, in hadith we learned that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam. Alright? And Allah blew the ruh into Adam alayhi salam. When the ruh, so basically when life reached the nose of Adam alayhi salam, he sneezed. Okay? Meaning as soon as his, his nose came alive, he sneezed. And when he sneezed, he said, Alhamdulillah. Those were the first words that came out of Adam alayhi salam's mouth. What words? Alhamdulillah. Meaning he woke up knowing that Allah is my Lord. You understand? He woke up, he came to life, knowing that Allah is my Lord. It wasn't that Adam a.s. You know, he woke up, his eyes are open, and he's wondering, who am I, what am I? You understand? He knew. He knew who he was. I am Allah's servant. Allah is my Lord. Okay? And then we see this, that in hadith we learn, the Prophet wasallam said that every child is born upon the fitrah. It is only his parents who turn him into something else. A Christian, Jew, something else. And, and he g- gave an example that just as animals are born having full bodies, do you see any of them having a cut off nose when they're born? Because this is what the Arabs used to do. That they would have an animal, alright, and what they would do is they would cut off one ear, put a slit in one of the ears, or cut off the nose, or something like that. Right? So the original state of the animal is what? What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created it on. And then people corrupted it. Right? In hadith we also learn that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that I have created all my servants as hunafa. All people are born as who? As who? As hunafa. Then the shayateen came to them and led them astray from their religion understand so when we look at you know ancient civilizations and we wonder how come they worshiped idols well they worshiped idols because it started off with worshiping allah because that is what people are built on but then what happened shayateen came and led people astray they said the sun is your god or the moon is your god or what you've made with your own hands is your god or this human being is your god or this person who died is your god or this tree is your god and so on and so forth so many forms of shirk came up So I created all my servants as hunafa, then the devils came to them and led them astray from their religion. Alright? So, what does this ayah teach us? Fatma, what does this ayah teach us? Tell me one thing you learned from this ayah. It's a very important ayah. 
Because when you study anything to do with religion, right, nature, nurture, anything like that, these questions will come up. People will ask you or you will ask yourself, how do I know Islam is right? Alright, go ahead. I think it's basically like, it's everyone is created on Fitra, right? Like how you said Alex. Everyone what? On Fitra? Yes. Yeah, so Adam Islam, when he came alive, he said the first words, he says, Alhamdulillah. So it was, and that's also why we always say Alhamdulillah when someone sees, and it's, we're already like, when we're created, it's in our minds, but it's what we hear from others in the thing that come and change us. Exactly. That human beings are born with the recognition of Allah. And you see over here, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ Why? To shake that inner state, to wake it up, because there's so many covers on it, so many veils on it, so you have to shake them off to recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? Go ahead. I found it really cool how um, like generations after generation, like humans have always worshipped whatever they've worshipped. It's always been part of them. And like even people who don't believe in like God, they have like meditation and all these like little things they try to do to make up for it, you know? Yeah. And you see, when you study the Qur'an, you don't find many ayat discussing the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will find many ayat proving the oneness of Allah, alright? The perfection of Allah, hence Allah's oneness, alright? But we don't find any philosophical proofs proving that there is a God, alright? Why? Because this is something that people have always accepted. The atheism, you could say, is a new phenomenon, alright? There has never been a society in the past that didn't believe in a God, there was always some form of belief. Okay? Fitrah, what it teaches us that Allah is our Lord. We have a God. Alright? And we don't need to prove Allah's existence. We just know it. It's just within us. You know, so many people, if you ask them, do you believe in a God? They will say, no, but I do believe in some higher being. Right? I know that there is someone. Someone out there. Right? Fitrah also teaches us morality, what is good, what is bad, which is why we see that no matter what religion people are from, majority of the times they will agree on what is good, what is bad. Murder is bad, right? Charity is good, isn't it? Lying is bad, honesty is good, breaking your promises is bad, keeping your promises is good, right? So fitrah teaches us morality also, right? And also, fitrah, it teaches us conscience. It makes us more, you know, aware. And like, for example, if a person has done something wrong, he will feel guilt in his heart. You don't have to be Muslim to feel bad about your wrong actions. Everybody feels that. Right? You sense that. So, this is a sign of what? Fitrah. There's something common between human beings. Morality. Conscience. God. All of these themes being common between people, it shows that there's something natural that all people were born with. And that is fitrah. And what it teaches us is to be hanif to who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And more of that comes in the next ayah, which is munibina ilayhi. Munibina ilayhi. Munibin is a plural of munib. Who is munib? One who does inaba. Inaba, noon wauba. To turn. And repeatedly turn. So Munib is one who repeatedly turns again and again. So in the previous ayah, 
we were instructed, أَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ حَنِيفًا Direct your face to the correct religion. Direct your face to the worship of Allah alone. But what happens? Does your face get distracted? Turn to the right and maybe to the left? It happens. So Allah says, as you establish your face, be a munib. Munibina, ones turning back. Ilayhi to him. To who? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Meaning each time you find yourself distracted from Allah, bring yourself back to Allah. And you see munib, it just shows that our whole life is about turning back to Allah. This is the life of someone who has surrendered to Allah. Turning your face to Allah doesn't mean that once you are on this religion, then you become a perfect human being and you'll never make a mistake. No, it means you've started on this journey and there will be distractions, there will be mistakes, there will be shortcomings. But what do you do each time? You despair? You give up? You say it's too difficult? No. Any dip, any turning away, what do you have to do? Bring yourself back on track. This is the life of a Muslim. Bringing yourself back on track. Munibina ilayhi. Because your goal is Allah. وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ And establish the salah. وَلَا تَكُونُوا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ And do not be of those who associate partners with Allah. What does this ayah teach us? Hmm? It gives us hope. Good. What else does it teach us? Exactly. I mean, this ayah is a proof that Allah is indeed our creator. This Qur'an is indeed the speech of Allah. Because it shows that Allah knows us. Right? That we start something and we get distracted. Right? We start something and we mess up. So each time that's gonna happen, we are being taught over here, turn back to Allah. Which means that no sin is too big to repent from. Is it? Go ahead. Yes, it also shows to us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. How? Who will give you a chance to come back? Who will? Someone who can forgive. And who is it that forgives? Allah. Go ahead. Exactly. The door of tawbah, the door of dua is open as long as we are alive. Yes. Exactly. Very good point. That munibina ilayhi, not just with words, Okay? But also through actions. Which actions? Aqimu salah. Establish the prayer because salah is your connection with Allah. And notice, we have to pray five times a day because five times a day, salah teaches us, come back to Allah. Come back to Allah. Right? Think about Allah. Be sincere to Allah. Seek forgiveness from Allah. Munibina ilayhi. The Prophet ﷺ said, the angel on the left, holds his pen from recording the sin of a Muslim for six sa'at. Okay? Meaning when a Muslim makes a mistake, a sin, then what happens? The angel who's supposed to record that sin, he holds his pen back for how long? Six sa'at. Now how long are those six hours? Not necessarily 60 minute long each hour. No, it could be longer, it could be shorter. Allahu A'lam. Alright? But the angel holds his pen back, meaning he doesn't record it immediately. 
If the Muslim regrets and asks Allah for forgiveness, then the angel does not record that sin. Otherwise, he records it as one sin. You understand? That if a person commits a sin, and then he turns back to Allah, the sin is not even recorded. You have six hours to repent. You understand? And if you don't repent, then what will happen? The sin will be recorded as only one sin. In a hadith, we learn that Allah says, "Ya ibadi, inna kum tuhtiuna bil-layli wal-nahar, wa ana aghfiru al-dunuba jamia, fastaghfiruni, aghfir lakum." O my servants, you sin by night and by day, and I forgive all sins. So seek forgiveness of me, and I shall forgive you. In another hadith, we also learn that a nadm tauba, nadm, regret is repentance. Meaning the moment you start feeling regret, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done it. I should have done this on time. I should have done this earlier. So on and so forth. This regret, that is the beginning of tawbah. So munibina ilayhi. Turn back to Allah. How to repent to Allah? How? Aqeem salah over here is mentioned, right? In hadith also we learn that there is no servant who commits a sin and then performs wudu properly. And then he performs two rak'ah and seeks Allah's forgiveness, except that Allah will forgive him. Of the ways of turning back to Allah, seeking Allah's forgiveness is what? How do you do it? Do wudu and perform how many rak'at? Two. And seek Allah's forgiveness. The Prophet ﷺ said, مَنْ أَحَبَّ أَن تَسُرَّهُ صَحِيفَتَهُ فَلْيُكْثِرْ فِيهَا مِنَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارِ He who likes who wants that his register, his book of deeds should please him? Hmm? Do you want that the next time you receive your test paper, the moment you see it, you become happy? Do you want that? Who wants it? That when you see your test paper, when you look at your test paper, it puts a smile on your face. The rest of you don't want it? Sister Sadia, please make a note of that. <laughs> you want it, right? That the moment you see it, you become happy. So the person who wants that his register of deeds should please him, that the moment he looks at it, he's like, wow, I'm glad. Then what should he do? فَلْيُكْثِرْ فِيهَا مِنَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارِ Then he should fill it with istighfar. He should do a lot of istighfar. A lot of inaba, a lot of turning back to Allah. A lot of seeking forgiveness. Fill it with that. Because when you will fill it with that, the moment you see your register, you'll be delighted. The Prophet ﷺ said, good news for the one who found a lot of istighfar in his book of deeds. Munibina ilayhi. Wattaquhu and fear him. Part of this is taqwa also. Right? Fear Allah. Be conscious of him. And establish the prayer. وَلَا تَكُونُوا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ And do not be of those who associate partners with Allah. Who are the mushrikeen? Those who have forgotten who Allah is. Because when a person forgets Allah's reality, then he associates partners with Allah. Because as long as a person remembers, my Lord is the only Khaliq. My Lord is the Malik. He alone is the one who has control over the affairs of this universe. When a person remembers Allah's reality, then he can never associate a partner with Allah. 
So who are the mushrikeen? Allah says, مِنَ الَّذِينَ They are of those who, amongst those people who, فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ فَرَّقُوا They divided. دِينَهُمْ Their religion. فَرَّقَ يُفَرِّقُ تَفْرِيق Right? To cause separation. To cause division. That something was one, but then you cut it up. You divided it up. This is this, this is that, this is this, this is that. So what is it that they divided? Their religion. Their religion meaning their worship. Meaning they got distracted from Allah and their goal became someone other than Allah. Their goal became someone other than Allah. So their focus in life, their objective in life was who? Allah's pleasure? No, something else. So فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيَعًا And as a result, they became into Shia'an, sects, different groups. Because think about it, what is it that unites us? Our belief in Allah. Right? You believe in Allah, I believe in Allah. That makes us same. That makes us similar. That makes us one. That keeps us together. Right? But the moment someone says, I worship something else besides Allah, then are you and them on the same page? No. You're not on the same page anymore. Division. Shia'an. Sects. Shia'an is a plural of the word Shia. And we have done this word earlier in a lot of detail. Right? In the story of uh, Musa a.s. Shia'a is to spread. Right? Shia'a like for example, camels have spread. Alright? And Shayya'a al-ibil is to gather the camels. How? That the shepherd would blow into his special reed pipe and when hearing that sound, the camels would gather together. Okay? They would assemble in one place. So from this, Shia is a separate and distinct party of people. Why? Because they agree together on something. So Shia is a group of people that have combined in an affair, who conform with one another, who have combined, who have come together in a certain matter. Alright? So وَكَانُوا Shia'an, They turned into divided groups. كُلُّ حِزْبٍ Each group بِمَا لَدَيْهِمْ With that which they have. فَرِحُونَ Ones who rejoice. Meaning each group is rejoicing with what it has. The word hizb. This is singular of the word ahzab. What does hizb mean? Hizb is a company of people, a group of people that have assembled on account of an event that has befallen them. Alright? So people that have come together, why? Because of something that has come their way. It's used for a group of people that agree in their hearts, in their actions, even if they're not together in one place, but they're together in their hearts, in their actions. Alright? So, كُلُّ حِزْبٍ بِمَا لَدَيْهِمْ فَرِحُونَ What do we learn from this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created people upon fitrah. That you should worship only one God. What happened? People got distracted, diverted from this fitrah. They found something else, they fell in love with something else, and they made that object their God. Once that happened, mankind that was upon one religion became divided. And so there are so many religions now. And all these different religions, what do they show? The different faces of shirk. So what does Allah say? Don't get caught up in this mess. Don't get caught up in this mess. What is it that you have to do? Your goal should be who? Allah alone. Allah alone. It is the belief in tawheed which 
unites us. And shirk is something that, that divides us. Alright? And over here, Shia and Hizb, it refers to the different groups of people over time. Like the Jews, the Christians, so on and so forth. So we are being prohibited over here from following their footsteps. Recitation. فَأَقِمْ وَجَهَكَ لِلدِّينِ حَنِيفًا فِطْرَةَ اللَّهِ الَّتِي فَطَرَ النَّاسَ عَلَيْهَا لَا تَبْدِيلَ لِخَلْقِ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ مُنِيبِينَ إِلَيْهِ وَاتَّقُوهُ وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَلَا تَكُونُوا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ مِنَ الَّذِينَ فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيَعًا كُلُّ حِزْبٍ بِمَا لَدَيْهِمْ فَرِحُونَ سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته